Welcome to the Unlocking Athletic Potential podcast with Ian and Johnny. Discussing our passions of sport, OCR, running, and fitness to help you perfect your craft. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Unlocking Athletic Potential podcast. Ian Deef here, and joining me is my fellow co-host, Johnny Tew. Johnny, what's up? How are you doing? Doing great. We've been having some uh, good times and good chats during these uh, interesting times of ours. Absolutely, and those chats will be probably a bit more frequent and, and maybe a bit more interesting as we approach day one of the Tokyo Olympic Games. Yes, it is finally on. We had our first bite-sized episode yesterday with Radzi Chinyanganya. He is out there presenting for Discovery UK and Eurosport. He gave us a brief insight into some of the new venues that we'll see uh, host some of the new games at the sports. And myself and Johnny, we're going to have a little chat about what to expect at these games, some number stats to kick things off, and then also talk about the new sports that are going to be involved at these games. So just to give you a kind of few number stats as we move into these games, you're going to see 11,300 athletes from 207 different countries. The games, they're going to cost 11.5 billion pounds, and that's a 22% increase because of the one-year delay, which is absolutely unbelievable. There will be a record 339 medal events held across 33 sports. And as mentioned, five of those are brand new sports, 34 new events in total. Johnny, let's discuss, man. So what are some of these new events we can look forward to, dude? Yeah, I mean, one of the first events that's popping onto the radar is karate. Yeah, previously, I mean, we all know karate is a, a, a major discipline in uh, Japanese disciplinary sport. Welcome to the martial arts world. But there's two specific events uh, that they're looking to. One of karate basics for kata and the other one kumiti. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, the sparring aspect, right? Yeah, uh, the first model is the. it's more of a judged choreograph offensive and defensive movements versus the other one's more combat style, three-minute rounds, head-to-head, and three different weight classes. Yeah, so we obviously see martial arts such as taekwondo at these games, but I think karate is a timely inclusion because obviously we have seen Cobra Kai back (laughs) on Netflix. So bringing back all those exciting memories from the original Karate Kids. I know that's been popular, but obviously karate originated in Japan, so it's a massive sport and they have some athletes that are keen to do well. What's another sport that's going to be new to the games, Johnny? Down to uh, one of my childhood favorites, skateboarding. So this is one of those sports that we've been waiting for quite a while to be introduced into the Olympic sports. And with this, we have the street skateboarding and park style. So two different styles. Uh, Street skateboarding would be involving with parks, ramps, stairs, curves, benches, walls, slopes. And then park style will be more of a uh, curvatures and different types of ramps to ramp up air tricks and accompanying music yeah and we've got some athletes to watch particularly on the female side one of the american athletes she's actually not ranked massively highly in the world at the moment 12th in the world i believe which is brighton zuna uh, who was introduced to the sport by her older brother jack she's got this incredible ramp in her backyard which is amazing and apparently attracts all of the locals over so they all train within her backyard she's one of the favorites she had an injury six months ago hence why she's not ranked too highly but definitely she is one to watch she's a a two x games gold medalist and actually she was 11 years old when she competed first in, in the x games which is the youngest ever athlete to appear in the games but there's another young gun which we both are very fond of 
entering these games, right? Sky Brown, yeah, she's uh, representing for the UK, but amazing, amazing athlete. She's only 13 years old, and she's just crushing out there in the field. So I've been following this girl for quite a while, and just watching her bust out these tricks are amazing. Yeah, she's actually the youngest summer Olympic athlete for Great Britain ever, and she's literally just turned 13 as well. And similar, actually, to Brighton, she actually has a younger brother that also skates and also surfs and actually sky brown could have put all her efforts into the surfing as well and may well have qualified for team gb for the surf but she's actually stuck to her number one sport which is skateboarding and and maybe in future years uh if surfing stays part of the program we could see her competing across both sports and yeah that moves on to the surfing the third new sport that will be introduced at these games and the interesting thing about surfing i've being obviously a, a a surfer myself and Johnny, at the moment, you're living in in Bali. We know that these particular competitions, they actually have a bit of an open window to when they will actually take place. So I believe it's it's five days that they've got for the open window for this particular event. I don't think it makes too much of a difference this time around in terms of spectators, but they have a better idea of of weather reports to when this is going to be taking place. But one person we're not going to be seeing at these games is the iconic legend Kelly Slater. Unfortunately, he did not make the team, which is, uh, yeah, gutting because I think he is kind of almost the the icon of the sport similar to I guess Tony Hawk's um, is of skateboarding Tony Hawk's is out there in a commentary capacity but yeah the surfing and yeah another brilliant sport to look out for I think it's a sport definitely me and Ian are both diving into in different capacities and it's one of the sports that there are a lot of uncontrollables so to watch this and watch how they execute in judging and performance and such really puts in a different perspective for the world stage of how we can really look into these sports in the Olympic range. Moving into, yeah, uh, sports climbing. I think this is one of the sports that I got me hooked looking on YouTube and watching all these different clips of how people climb up these crazy walls. So within sports climbing, there's uh, various different disciplines. One of them is speed climbing, uh, of course. Two side-to-side walls next to each other and the same exact setup, just first person up there wins. And then the other one is bouldering. So within the bouldering, uh, climbers will have a set number of routes. It's kind of known as you know, problem solving. And it's for them to see how many attempts they take to get up to the top. So how many moves they make to get to the top. And then the third one will be lead climbing. So I think traditionally what we think about indoor climbing, there's going to be a 15 meter wall and they're going to see how high they can climb within six minutes. Yeah, what's quite interesting, so Gradzi gave us a bit of an insight into the climbing yesterday. He's been down to the venue. Obviously, with the the speed climbing, it's a standard wall. So wherever you go in the world, you know the route. But that's not the same for, for the bouldering. They get to see that particular event only five minutes before. And yeah, it's it's very much not just a case of your ability to climb, but to problem solve and work out the correct route, which will allow you to, to master that particular climb. And again, Radzi's been hot on his research for this and we were having a bit of a longer discussion off air. It's a bit strange that they've combined these three disciplines together because the best athletes in the world at each of these individual particular disciplines would not be collectively the best. So it's almost going to be a case of who's going to have the best overall set rather than seeing the best speed climber, the best lead climber, the best boulderer. Um, it's going to be someone who's got a decent overall set. I guess you could compare it very much to the heptathlon and decathlon, where there'll be certain events that they'll be very good at, but a little bit of a jack of all trades as well. But certainly, again, another event which definitely hyped to see. And then the last one we have, well, we call this a new sport, but actually it's a reintroduction into the Olympic Games, previously taking place in 
2008 in the Beijing Games. It's uh, baseball and softball. So, of course, not new to me being American, not new to most of us here in the Western world. Uh, it's just a reintroduction of those back into the games. Yeah, and with these team games, they start actually what we call the minus days. So you have the opening ceremony today as we're recording on Friday the 23rd of July. But the 21st and the 22nd were actually day minus one, day minus two. And so softball, baseball, and actually the football as well. Those competitions have already started. So uh, again, Japan, they'll be up there as one of the favorites for those sports. But obviously, you know, we know baseball is huge and softball within the United States. So could be a clash of those two nations there. So yes, certainly some very interesting sports to look out for there. I guess what's also interesting is in the sports that have already been established in the games for many years, we're going to see nine new mixed gender events so you've got a mixed team in the archery mixed team in the judo mixed 10 meter air rifle 10 meter air pistol and mixed trap for shooting swimming there's a 4 by 100 mixed medley relay table tennis mixed doubles triathlon there's a mixed relay which we have seen in the world championship format before and probably the big one a lot of the focus that we will talk about will be our the athletics you've got the mixed 4 by 400 meters relay we're going to see Alison Felix representing Team USA in that event. She is the most decorated Olympic athlete at these games. I would certainly put her down as almost a certainty, barring no COVID restrictions, uh, to pick up a medal in that team. And I'd say she's a strong favourite for, for the gold medal as well. Also making their debuts at established sports, we see a lot more new women's events. So in boxing, we see the introduction of the women's featherweight and welterweight classes Canoe Slalom, Women's C1, Canoe Sprint, Women's C1 200, and Women's C2 500. In the cycling, the Women's Madison and BMX Freestyle. In the rowing, the Women's Coxless 4. And in the swimming, the Women's 1500 Freestyle, as well as one more men's event, which is the 800 meter Freestyle. So certainly lots of fun events to look forward to. And just in terms of thinking about our own event, if it ever gets our own event, our own sport, should I say, if it ever gets introduced to the Games OCR, the fact that urban events which previously kind of i guess the big stage for them was the x games we can now see these events at the olympics it gives some hope for our sport of ocr maybe to be included someday do you think johnny fingers crossed i mean hopefully we can still somehow play a capacity in it of course with the good thing about these endurance sports age only helps us season some more and we still have a longer stay in power within the years but if not it's great to see the sport that we're competing in going into the full-time game. So something that I'm definitely excited for and looking forward to and hoping with fingers crossed. Yeah, we will certainly see. So we will be continuing to bring you these bite-sized episodes. We will try to touch base with previous guests, if we can, coaches, athletes, and other people attached to these games that might be able to give us just a bit more of a special insight for you listeners out there. As always, thanks for tuning in. Look forward to giving you another Bite Side episode very soon indeed. And that, my friends, is Unlocking Athletic Potential. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and taken something away with you to help you perfect your craft.